Welcome to Beyond the Bridge with psychic medium and animal communicator, Samantha Jones. We are glad you are here and hope you enjoy the next hour where Samantha and her guest will help connect you to the magic of the universe, as well as to your loved ones and pets, both here and beyond the bridge. And now, Samantha Jones. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. I am your host, Samantha Jones, and I am so glad that you are here today. I have to be honest, every time the jingle comes on at the beginning, my husband wrote that, but every time it comes on, I'm like so proud of it that I actually start dancing to it and my mind totally goes and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to say hello. So hello and good morning. And I hope that you are having a wonderful day and a wonderful week so far. Last week, we talked about the connection between animals and people. And I got a lot of really wonderful feedback on that. A lot of people that really love talking about animals and it made them feel even more connected to my animals. When the episode ended, my sister messaged me and she said, there's a lot of people staring at their dogs right now going, oh boy, I got some things I got to learn. So I hope that you all got something out of that. If you haven't listened to it yet, I would go back and listen to it because this is kind of an extension of that. We're going to be talking more about um, animals in spirit. And so going back and listening to that episode might help as well. As I mentioned, we're going to talk more about animals today. We're going to talk about spirit animals and animal spirits. So a, a variety of things. We're going to talk about how our animals, as well as wild animals, communicate with us or attempt to communicate with us through not just things like animal communication, but through different kinds of signs and synchronicities. And then we're also going to talk about spirit animals. This is something that I'm not super familiar with, the spirit animals, but I understand the concept of it. And so I would love to talk about it. And if there's anybody that would like to talk about any of these things during the show, if you have stories or anything you'd like to share, would like a reading, you can call in, of course, to 888-346-9141. So let me tell you first, one of the reasons why I decided to do this episode, I had a really wild experience. Uh, it's actually been going on for a couple of weeks and it kind of kickstarted this for me thinking that, okay, I really want to talk about this. So I think it was probably two or three weeks ago, I started hearing this hawk and this hawk had been around last summer and had this horrible call like a seagull. It sounded kind of like a seagull being murdered. And so last summer I actually thought, this was like a seagull that was in distress or looking for its mate or something. And it drove me crazy for days until we finally figured out that it was a hawk. It was two hawks. And so if you don't know about hawks, they are monogamous creatures. But after they do their breeding and they raise their young, they go their separate ways until breeding season again. So I'm pretty sure that that's what happened, that they went their way and now they came back together for breeding season again. And a couple of weeks ago, I started hearing them again. And it was just constant, kind of like last summer. And I, I felt like, are they? do they need help? Or does this one need help? Is it looking for its mate and it can't find it? Because it's such a distressing call. And so I was kind of like worried about this and thinking about it a lot. And then I was talking to my friend Lee. And all of a sudden, this, this hawk lands on the telephone pole outside. And it's not the one, I mean, it might've been the one that I heard, but it wasn't the only one because I could hear the other one off in a distance. And this one was making the same noises. So I knew that I had, you know, figured this out, that there are two, it's, you know, male and female, whatever. And um, they're not missing each other. That was my big thing. And so I was talking to this hawk, trying to kind of understand more about it, but never for one second thought, maybe 
this hawk is a message for me and for my family that maybe it's not here for me to help. It's to help me. So I told this story. My, my husband and I told this story on our podcast, our other podcast, Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. I told that story last week. And then uh, the next day, one of our listeners messaged us and she said that she felt because she's I believe she's an animal communicator. She felt that this was a hawk trying to deliver a message to us and not vice versa. And so she sent a couple of pages of this book that she had about spirit animals and such about what it means when a hawk crosses your path. So the morning that she sent that to me, my husband had been working all morning. I hadn't really seen him. I hadn't, it kind of had escaped my mind. And so when we finally came back together, something triggered that, that I was like, oh, I have to tell you this. And so I read this, all of her email and everything. And while I'm reading all of this to him and explaining this to him for the first time, another hawk, one of those two comes and lands on the telephone pole again. And it sits there. It sat there. Gosh, I don't know, five, 10 minutes. It was there the longest time. And we got some really cool videos of it, but also like the other hawk in the background flying around. It was really, really cool. So I really started thinking about this. What are these hawks trying to tell us? Instead of us trying to help them, what are they trying to help us with? And when I looked and I read those pages that the listener had sent and did some of my own research. And I realized that it really fits into what my family and I are going through right now, because there's a lot of change coming up really, really quickly for us. Our daughter's getting ready to go to college. We're getting ready to move out of state. I'm going to be starting the TV show soon. There's so, so much going on and it's really overwhelming. And I feel like these Hawks came to us to tell us to relax because when I looked up what Hawks are about, it talked about um, guiding you into the next stage of your life and remaining vigilant and willing to act at a moment's notice. And my intuition tells me that even though we plan to move in two and a half months, this whole process might move a lot faster than what we're expecting. So reading that really made me go, okay, so these, these hawks are trying to communicate this to us. And it's funny that I didn't recognize this at first, because honestly, I really notice this when I see animals like um, there's there's been uh, ravens that have always been around me. They're probably not the same ones. Oh, they're definitely not. But in our old house, there were ravens that were around. And in this house, there are ravens that are around. And I've talked about this before, that there's always three in our backyard. There's three that they eat the food I put there. They're always together. Uh, every once in a while, there will be a fourth one, but most of the time it's three. And so my husband and I say that this is my mom, um, his ex-mother-in-law, Marina's grandma, and my grandmother. And these are the three ladies that are watching over us. And so I always like relate that to them. But for some reason with these hawks, I did not relate that. And so I thought that that was a really cool story. In the reading that I did, it also said that if you have this kind of interaction with a hawk, even if it's like flying right over you or, you know, lands on your fence or whatever, that that's really unusual. And all of those things happen to us at the same time. Like it all went down so interestingly that I felt like I want to talk about this more. I want to investigate this more. I want people to know about this so that when you see not just your animals, but wild animals doing things like this, that you'll understand that this could very well be the universe trying to get a message through to you. So first, let's talk a little bit about animal spirits, about animals that have 
crossed over to the other side and how they get messages through to us. So one way that they do this is through symbols and synchronicities. When an animal had a close bond to you and then it passes away, it doesn't just go away. The the soul, the spirit, it absolutely stays around you. Heaven is just another dimension. So we can kind of go back and forth. We can be in multiple places at once. So technically, even our pets could be here and on the other side at the same time. But they love to send us signs that they are around. Some of those signs might be seeing a particular animal. Maybe like like for me, a lot of times I will see a chocolate lab and a yellow lab together. And then that reminds me of my labs, Tahoe and Sequoia. Uh, I always think that that's like a message from them when I see those together. Also seeing shadow pets. What shadow pets are is, and you can see these as well as, as human spirits, uh, a shadow pet or a shadow person will be something that you'll see out the corner of your eye. And it's a shadow that just appears. You'll see it out the corner of your eye. And then when you look over at it, it disappears. And that, sometimes it's just the little shadows and you can tell it's animals. And sometimes they're actually tall and shaped like people. So uh, they do that a lot. I see shadow ferrets. It's really funny because I had six ferrets at one point and I see like every once in a while, one just go across the ground, just like scurry across and it's shadow. And it's so cool to see that. Other things that they do, you might hear or see their name. This is one that animals tell me that they use a lot. So like what I was saying about Tahoe and Sequoia and seeing the yellow and the chocolate lab. Well, another day, what they did to get through to me is it was really cool is um, I can't remember who makes it. GMC makes the Sierra or I don't know. It doesn't matter. But there's a car called the Sierra. There's also a car called the Tahoe. But I remember this specifically being the Sierra. And then there was a Tahoe sticker on it, like a Lake Tahoe sticker. So whenever I see those kinds of things, I go, okay, this is my baby saying hello. It absolutely has to be. Um, You might even do things like, like hear them. You might hear their bark or you might hear like if they if you have wood floors or tile and you could hear their toenails tapping on it, you might hear stuff like that. If you had a bird that passed away, you may hear a a bird squawking or a cat meowing or whatever their ways that they used to try and communicate with you when they were alive. That is some of the ways that they will try and communicate with you after they've passed as well. So. Um, going back to the ferrets, sometimes I smell ferret. It just comes out of absolutely nowhere. And not like when they haven't been descented, but if you're familiar with pet ferrets, they have this very, very musky smell to them that is just distinct. If you walk into a house with a ferret, you'll likely know it because it's just a very musky smell. Uh, and every once in a while, I just get a flash of that. And it's like, okay, one of my babies or all of them are saying hello. So those are other ways. There are so many ways I could sit here all day and tell you the ways that animals get through to us. I feel like it is a little bit different than how the human spirits communicate with us. I've never found a correlation between numbers and my animal friends on the other side. I'm not saying they're not, but like I have numbers for most of the humans over there and I don't have numbers for the animals over there. I do have songs for them. Um, A lot of times it's songs that like I would sing to them when they were alive. But also my chocolate labs, uh, Sequoia, she, um, her, I put her song as the most beautiful girl in the world because that's the song that I sang to her 
through her life, but also the last couple of days that she was alive, I sang it to her a lot. So when I hear that song, then I know that she's around. And that's that's actually something else that's happened to me. So I've had three Labradors. I've had two chocolates and a yellow and it's Sequoia, Tahoe and Sierra. And I have seen before all of their names in one place. And that is always so cool. I just, I love when they do stuff like that. That can absolutely not be a coincidence. There's no way. I don't believe in coincidences at all, but if you are, you know, ever in this situation, you're like, Oh, that has to be a coincidence. No, it doesn't. It's not, it's not a coincidence. This is your animals. The animal soul is on the other side talking to you. They will also try and get through to you in dreams. And dreams are a very powerful way for them to visit. Many people report having vivid dreams about their their pets that have passed away and encountering them in like a really significant way. So like they might be glowing or they might actually talk or something that just makes you go, whoa, that was not a regular dream. We dream a lot about people and animals that have passed away just on a regular. And so not they're not always visit dreams. And the way that I like to explain the difference is there will be absolutely no fear in a visit dream. There's no fear. There's just love. It's pure love. It's light. It's beautiful. It feels good. It feels like you don't want this person to go away. And a lot of times when you wake up, some it feels like you were with them. It's like, whoa, you feel their energy. You feel their essence of what it was like to be with them. <clears throat> so that's one way of knowing if it's a, a visit or not. If it's not a visit, it's just regular dreams. And sometimes, like, if you have a nightmare about your pet, like, a lot of times people will come to me that their animal passed away and they're having nightmares about the animals mad at them on the other side or whatever, that's your subconscious. That has nothing to do with how they are feeling. So that's the big difference between the the two types of dreams. Animals have this spiritual essence about them that absolutely continues on after they've passed. It's it's believed that their energy can visit us from the spirit realm, which I absolutely believe because I feel it all the time, and that they are here to offer us comfort and guidance. And honestly, I think the biggest thing is just to simply remind us of their presence. They just want to let us know that they are around so that it helps our grief. That's really one of the the most common things I get asked. I get asked, are they okay? Uh, Will they reincarnate? And are they around me? And what do they do when they're around me? Most of the time, they just are hanging out when they're around you. They're they're not doing anything specific. I have a lot of animals that tell me that they like to just be around with, with the things that their owner used to do a lot, like cook or watch TV or whatever it is that they like to just be with them in those moments. I've also had ones that have told me that they still follow their owners around as a soul and you know watch them go through the routine that they used to go through. And I, it's beautiful. I, I love it. And I wish that more people understood that our animals are still very much here with us because that is really, I think, the hardest part of somebody passing, whether it's human or animal, is that it feels so final. <clears throat> it feels so, I, I'm never going to see them again. I'm never going to hear their voice again. I'm never going to any of these things again. And that's not the truth because we do get to the other side and they are all there. But while we are here and they are there, they love to find ways to let us know that they are still here with us to comfort us, to show us that they're not, they haven't gone away. That just because we can't see them or hear them or whatever, 
doesn't mean that they have gone away. They're just in different form in a different dimension, but they're absolutely here. And these signs that I'm talking about, you can ask your animals, your your the other spirits, the, the human spirits, you can ask any of them for signs in particular. So if there's something that reminds you of your animal, but it's just not happening, you're not seeing the sign, ask them, say, I'd really like it if you would send me this particular sign. Now, there's some things that they can't do. So just take that into consideration that it's like they can't just pick something up and throw it across the room. It doesn't work like that. Lights flickering, yes, because they can get involved with the energy and all that. But with the animals, I really tell people to try and make it more simple. Try and make it a symbol that they can show you. Uh, the rainbow bridge, things about that, or just a rainbow in general, or a toy that they had, something like that. Just something that is simple and simple for you to recognize. And then you set it with them and they will send you that sign. Absolutely, this works. I have done this with every human spirit that I have and with absolutely some of the animals as well. So let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk about wild animals and how they are messengers from the other side to us and the different things that we might experience that they are trying to show us. So stay tuned, everyone. We will be, we will be right back after this brief message. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Have you ever suffered grief from the loss of a loved one or pet? Do you ask yourself questions like where did they go and what are they doing? Do you have guilt for things left unsaid or feel the need for answers about the loss you never received? Join Samantha Jones, psychic medium and animal communicator, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, where her and her guests will discuss all things beyond the bridge. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests? Or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888 888- Three four six nine one four one. Now back to the show with Samantha. Hi, 
Welcome back, everyone, and thank you so much for being here today. Today, we are talking about spirit animals and animal spirits, and I love talking about the animals, so let's get back into this, shall we? So let's talk about wild animals, because wild animals act as messengers and symbols sent by our loved ones on the other side. Animals, spirits on the other side, as well as human spirits on the other side. I feel like my spirit team communicates with me through wild animals, probably as the on the top three. Numbers, music, and wild animals, I would say, are are in the top three for sure. The there's always like a, a meaning, right? There's a meaning for each animal as it appears. And you can always look these up online and we will go over some of them in a little bit. But you will always be able to set your own meanings as well. And that's really like what I've done with a lot of these things before I even started doing research on what it might mean if I see a certain animal. I wanted to kind of set what it meant to me when I saw these because I see a lot of different wild animals. I see dragonflies and butterflies and birds and, you know, obviously this hawk and I see coyotes a lot. There's all kinds of things that I come across. And so it it happens a lot. And so, like I said, I've set these things. So, for example, one of the things that I have set is there's these little black and white birds that I don't even know what they are. They might be like a finch or sparrow or something. And I started noticing them doing very strange things, like sitting in front of one of the cameras outside. I would just get this alert all of a sudden that there was one of these birds. It would just show me the bird sitting there in front of the camera. And I would be on walks with my dogs and I would notice one of these birds and it would kind of like fly a little bit and then wait for me to catch up and fly a little bit more, wait for me to catch up again. So I call those mom birds. And they still, to this day, do weird things. They land on the diving board randomly. I'll just be minding my own business in the kitchen and I'll look over and there's one just sitting on the diving board. And it's it's so cool because I know that that's my mom saying hello. It's not always a message of like, I'm here to tell you something. I feel like a lot of times it's just her saying hello or, you know, have a good day or you're on the right track. There's not always some super duper big meaning to it. But one of the first big wild animal signs that I remember noticing was before I had my spiritual awakening and I was going through a really tough time. And I remember sitting in my backyard at my old house and I was crying and I was like, I always talked to my mom, even before my spiritual awakening, I knew that she was there. I, I could feel her. So I always talked to her and I was talking to her, you know, I, I need a sign that something's going to get better here. And all of a sudden, all of these ravens, landed on the phone poles outside and I started counting them and there were 13 ravens and my the number that I use for my mom is 13 because that's the day that she passed away so I saw that and I thought there's no way randomly 13 ravens when I asked for a sign are just going to land there so I knew that that was a sign and that's you know a way for her to say it's okay relax everything's going to be fine those uh the little the the little birds that I was talking about the mom birds those sometimes will come in groups of three as well. So actually last night it happened. It wasn't the mom birds. It was just little finches. But my husband and I were out for our nightly walk. And all of a sudden there's just these three birds that are doing the same thing. They're like following us. They're flying with us. But then they wait for us to catch up. And they're just flying around kind of, you know, noticing us and stuff. 
And it's funny because one of my songs um, with my mom to help me to calm down is Three Little Birds. So there's no coincidence there that there's the song and then there's three that she's showing the three. And like I said, I really believe that those are our grandmas as well. A couple of other really cool stories. There's been times where dragonflies have done some really cool things. And dragonflies are one of the big things that the universe likes to send. And I looked this up online to see what they said online that, that a dragonfly might stand for. So let me read this to you first. When a dragonfly visits you, it carries spiritual symbolism of transformation, adaptability, and joy. It signifies embracing change and personal growth, being flexible in navigating life's challenges, and finding lightness and happiness. The dragonfly may also symbolize spiritual connection and enlightenment, serving as a reminder of the presence of guidance and support in your journey. So a couple of really cool dragonfly stories is there was one time again before my spiritual awakening where my husband and I were at, um, if you've ever seen Biodome, the, the Biodome is actually a real place. It's um, a, a Japanese garden. And so we went there and there was this one dragonfly that was just following us around everywhere and it was red. And I remember going, okay, mom, if that's you, then produce a blue one. I want to see a blue dragonfly. And, and within... A minute, probably, the blue dragonfly arrived and they followed us around for this time that we were there. There were also other animals doing some pretty cool things. But that one stood out to me because I asked for something. I asked for them to show me something else and it happened. And I think a lot of times we get discouraged and think that, you know, okay, maybe, like I said, it's a coincidence or if it doesn't happen, we get discouraged. But really the big thing here is belief, believing that these things can happen and will happen and that this is our loved one. And when we believe that's when they really start to show us things. Another dragonfly once my husband and I were sitting in the backyard and we were just talking. I don't even remember if there was anything in particular going on in our lives, but um, this dragonfly was, I call it pacing back and forth. It was flying from one end of the grass to the other back and forth and back and forth. And it was, it just kept doing it. I could go on and on and on, trust me, with these stories that I've had about wild animals doing things in front of me, like the hawk that we've been seeing, like the ravens. There's no coincidence here. Animals are divine creatures, and the other side sends them to us as these messengers. So let's talk a little bit about what these messages might be. So again, I, I, I've said it might just be a hello. It might just be be to let you know that they're around. And I think most of the time that that is what's going on. But in this case with these hawks and how they were around and not going away, I should have picked up on that this was more than, well, I did. I just thought it was something else. It wasn't just a hello. I thought they needed my help. But I should have figured that this was a message that was coming because one of the other really weird things about this that happened was as soon as this came to play with the hawk story and we figured it out and they showed themselves for the second time, they went away. And there was only one time that I heard them again and it was a, a couple of mornings ago and it was really quick. It sounded like they were in a distance, but after that, they went away. 
So it was like, you got the message, you understand it now. And so we're going to go away. So if you ever see like that kind of situation, you know, where you might have like, okay, a dragonfly comes and it does something cool in front of you or a butterfly or whatever, and then it goes away. Okay. So that to me would probably just mean, hello, we're here. You're on the right path. You're doing something good, whatever it is. But if it keeps coming back, I have now learned that it is way more than that. And that's when we need to look deeper into it. There are all kinds of websites and all kinds of books and even oracle cards that can help us to understand what these messengers might be trying to bring to us. The problem is, is a lot of times there's not consistency. So we have to try and find that consistency. And I've done a little bit of research on that. I've actually, I've been using this AI app a lot to help me with different things like proofreading, but I also ask it to help me with these kinds of things, with trying to find the consistency between different websites and what they say and and pulling out all of the garbage so that we can get some kind of base idea of what these animals might be bringing to us. So some of the things that came up, first of all, were butterflies. Butterflies are often associated with transformation and spiritual growth. And this is definitely a consistent across the board that I would say anytime that you see a butterfly, whether it's flying in front of you or it's in a cocoon or whatever, it is a symbol of transformation and spiritual growth. So seeing a butterfly may be also a sign of a loved one's presence or a message of hope and renewal, as well as that you're going through this spiritual transformation. Like I've talked about through this episode, birds. So this is something that was said about birds. Various bird species, such as doves or cardinals, are believed to be messengers from the spiritual realm. Their appearance or unique behavior can be interpreted as a message or a connection to a deceased loved one. A couple of the other ones that it talked about were owls. Owls are associated with wisdom and intuition in many cultures. Um, Also feathers. This is, I always forget to point this out. Feathers, seeing feathers, there's a lot of different things that they can mean, but with these hawks as well, I think it was the day that I saw the first one and we were walking back inside from being outside. And my husband goes, did you not see what you just passed by outside? Like, no, what are you talking about? (laughs) So he took me outside and there was a hawk feather sticking out of the ground. It wasn't even laying flat on the ground. It was literally sticking out of the ground. It was so cool. So we kept that one too, but feathers are usually a symbol of something too. And again, that's, that's something else that, um, definitely look up and uh, see if you can make some kind of consistency there with what those means. Because I also have looked those up and and they're really, there's not a lot of consistency. So I like to set my own meanings for those things as well. And you can do that. Absolutely. If you feel like you're doing research and it's just kind of running you in circles or these meanings don't really pertain to what you feel like they are, then just like what we talked about in the first segment, you can absolutely set these animals for whatever you want, just like I have with the mom birds. And the mom birds don't mean anything more than just, hi, honey, it's me. And, you know, have a good day, that kind of thing. So then when I see those, that's what I know that they mean. So also a few other animals and what they might mean if you come across them. Um, We did the owls. Did we do owls? Yeah, we did owls. And then dragonflies. So they talk about dragonflies here too. So let me just read this real quick. They are seen as symbols of change, transformation, and adaptability. And then I also looked up hawk. 
because that's one that I've been seeing a lot. And so the hawk, it says a hawk holds significant spiritual symbolism, often associated with intuition, vision, and spiritual messages. When a hawk appears in your life, it can represent the need for heightened awareness and perception. It may signal the presence of opportunities or a call to pay attention to your surroundings. The hawk's keen vision also suggests the importance of gaining a broader perspective and seeing situations with a from a higher vantage point. Additionally, the hawk's appearance can indicate a message of guidance from the spiritual realm, ur- urging you to trust your instincts and embrace your inner wisdom. So that really opened my eyes about this hawk that had had visited. So I think for me, from now on, whenever I see a hawk, I'm going to set it as this, that this is a message that's coming to me to remind me that I'm guided, to trust my instincts. And then the next time that I see a hawk, I will recognize that that's the message that they are trying to send me from the other side. So I would do this with any animals that you see. Uh, if, if you're continuously seeing them, there was one time, this is another cool story. Um, my husband, and I used to go to this deli a lot in the San Fernando Valley, and there's a tree outside where there's a bunch of squirrels that live in it. And we used to go there all the time. It wasn't an unusual thing. Like once a week we would go there. And there was one day in particular that we were sitting, I it wasn't even outside. I want to say it was inside. And the squirrels from that tree were just staring at us. They were coming up, like walking along the banister there outside and staring at us. And it was like, what, what do you guys want? Like, what is the deal? You know? And so I go through my head always, okay, well, what are they here for? And try to analyze it. And again, if they go away, then I'm like, okay, well, I got the message there, but it never take these things as that they don't mean anything that that random butterfly that lands on you means nothing or i'm sure that you have seen many many videos of cardinals like it was saying in that that article that um that is really one of the top birds that they send and i've seen a lot of videos where the birds won't leave like they land on the person and the person will even say I asked for this, like my loved one passed away recently and I asked for this and the bird won't go away. And, and it's so cool. And I think that that how they do this, like I, that is one thing that I get asked that I'll go over real quick. So I don't believe that like my mother is reincarnated into one of those little birds, the little black and white birds. I believe that their spirit can jump into any animal anytime that they want to. And it can commandeer that animal's body until it doesn't need it anymore. So I really feel like that's one of the reasons that wild animals are around too, is so that our loved ones can deliver messages that way. And it may sound really far out and far-fetched, but everything that I've learned over the years of doing this job, not just doing this job, but of communicating with the other side, seeing the crazy things that it's done and all of the animals that it's shown me, I absolutely 100% that believe that this is what they can do. And not only can the human spirits do that, but the animal spirits can do that as well. So going back to our, our pets that have passed away real quick, if you ever notice that one of your pets is doing something that one that has passed away, like a living pet is doing a behavior that a past pet used to do, that is the past pet showing themselves through the other dog. 
when our chocolate lab Sequoia passed away, she used to sit in the bathroom at night and her toenails would hit the bathtub while she was sleeping, like when she was dreaming and we called it tap dancing. And our black lab never did that. But I'm telling you, it was it was either the day of or the, the day after he started doing it. He started sleeping in the bathroom and tap dancing all the time. And he still does it. And it's so funny because, like, I don't look at it so much as being Sequoia anymore. Now it's probably just habit for him. He's just used to sleeping in there. But at first, I absolutely knew it was my girl telling me that she was okay and showing me her through through Sabbath. The first night after she passed away, actually, it was the next morning, um, Sabbath and I saw her shadow together. I was laying on the couch in the living room, and he was he was walking through the living room. And I saw another shadow and I thought it was him. And I was like, oh, hi, Sabbath. And then I look over and I'm like, that's not Sabbath. And we both looked at it. We both knew that it was her. It was it was wild. So, again, never, ever discount any of these things because our animal friends on the other side, they love to show themselves through us and they through other things. And the wild animals love to show us messages and our human spirits love to give messages through the animal spirits. So never discount them. Never think that it's a coincidence because if you can get past looking at it as a coincidence, it will allow for a lot of blessings and a lot of different messages to come into your life that maybe you're not receiving right now, that you're not hearing right now because you do think it's a coincidence. So I am going to challenge you over the next week to pay attention to these things, write them down. Even send them to me if you want. I'd love to hear about them. But keep an eye out and see what happens and see what maybe some of these messages are. So let's go ahead and take our next break. When we come back, we're going to talk about spirit animals and all the things that go with that. And we will take callers if anybody would like to call. So stay tuned, everyone. We will be right back. Birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. 
Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests, or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show with Samantha. Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge, friends. I am so glad that you are here. Today, we are talking about animal spirits and spirit animals, and we are going to move on now to spirit animals. So this is something that, I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about. I've never done a ton of research on. I try and really keep things simple for myself because I have my hand in so many different things that getting deep into things like spiritual spirit animals, um, astrology, those types of things. I just kind of try and make my life simple and I don't get too far deep into them. So I've never really done a lot of research on this. So it was interesting to look up and see how really we do all have this kind of essence of some animal that might be like a guide or, you know, just whatever. Um, I have always been really drawn to, to dolphins since I was a young kid, I actually had a little stuffed dolphin that I carried around with me when I was like two and three years old. And one of my big goals was to swim with dolphins, which I've done. And I always say, if I, if I was an animal in a former life, I must have been a dolphin. And so to me, that has been my spirit animal. I just figure dolphins are my spirit animal. So you might have something that you have always been drawn to and that animal might be your spirit animal so i suggest i'm going to go over some of them but obviously there's so many animals so if i don't go over yours or you'd like to learn more and you know your animal then definitely look it up absolutely but i'm also going to talk about some ways to figure out what your spirit animal is but first of all spirit animals are also known as power animals or totem animals And they are often associated with certain qualities, characteristics, or energies that can provide guidance, protection, and support. Spirit animals are often seen as representatives of different species and different aspects of ourselves, different things within ourselves or the natural world. Each animal carries its unique symbolism and is believed to possess specific qualities or lessons that can be applied in our life. Okay, so for example, an eagle is often associated with vision, freedom, spiritual, and spiritual insight, while a bear represents strength, courage, and introspection. So you're going to look at, you know, what are you more like? What fits you? Where do these animals come into play uh, in, in your own persona? Many people seek to discover their spiritual animal, their spirit animal, as a way to gain insight to themselves, really, and to connect deeper to themselves. There are various methods that you can do to discovering your spirit animals, such as meditation, or you might even see it in dreams, or simply paying attention to reincurring encounters with certain animals in your daily life. So I looked up what a dolphin spirit animal would mean, and this is what it said. Dolphins are often associated with being a spirit animal due to their playful and intelligent nature. 
They symbolize harmony, balance, and emotional well-being. Dolphins are known for their strong sense of community, which represents the importance of connection and communication. They are also highly intuitive creatures representing intuition, empathy, and the ability to navigate through emotions. People who who resonate with dolphins as a spirit animal may embody qualities such as joy, curiosity, adaptability, and a deep connection to their emotion and the world around them. So if you don't have like these qualities and you're not drawn to a dolphin, then dolphins probably aren't your spirit animals. So we can look at some of those different qualities there. And these run with a lot of different animals. So if you're trying to figure out what your spirit animal is and you just don't know, there are some ways of, you know, narrowing it down. So like I said, if you are not empathetic, if if you're not intuitive, then you're going to want to push out the dolphin because that's probably not where you fit into. But once you do identify your spirit animal, you can develop like a deep and personal relationship with that spirit spirit animal. And it can offer you guidance, protection and support. So I'm not exactly sure how all of that works. Like, I don't feel like there's like I have a dolphin spirit guide on the other side. I don't really feel like that. So um, actually, if if there's anyone listening that that does, please feel free to call in because I would love to hear an explanation of how that works because I don't, for myself, I just don't feel that. I feel like I have that strong connection to dolphins. And I will say that if there's any animal that I'm like, that's it. So I take that as my spirit animal, but I don't feel like there's a dolphin sitting there on the other side guiding me. I could be wrong, but if you do have any anything you want to add to this, you can call in 888-346-9141 and let us know, you know, what you think about this. Uh, but spirit animals have been a part of many different cultures. This is something that Native Americans and they're, you know, they have totem poles and all this. They use the spirit animals a lot in their practices. Um, so the animals hold a significant cultural and spiritual meaning and are often seen as like middlemen between humans and the spirit world so they get the messages across because they communicate with the other side examples include the totem poles like i was talking about of native american tribes animal symbolism in ancient egypt mythology and the guardian spirits in various african traditions i've always been really drawn to egypt there's something about it that that every time it just I see something, it pulls me in. And um, my husband and I went to the Psychic Guy bookstore the other day, and we were looking at some of the Egyptian stuff. And he pointed out the animals, and it is so cool. They make them they're they're so like majestic and so why you feel the spiritual meaning in them. It's not just like a regular cat or dog. Like you look at these these symbols, these figurines, and they just they have this completely different meaning to them, at least in my eyes. So let's go over some things about how to determine what your spirit animal is. So first of all, this is a really personal and subjective process. So it's not going to be the same for everyone and you're not going to get, you know, maybe the same results, but just trial and error really is the best way. But first of all, engage in that introspection and ask yourself what animals that you have felt a connection to over your life. Like for me, it's the dolphin. And what was really cool too was that once my spiritual awakening happened, I don't know if I looked this up, I should look, um, elephants. Elephants became a big part of what I felt like I was connected to. And and no, that's not on my list of ones that I looked up. But uh, so maybe you can also have, you know, different spirit animals like 
couple of them. I don't know. But I really did feel a strong connection to elephants. So I think that I'll look farther into that one. So I would definitely uh, take that into consideration when you are trying to figure out your spirit animal, uh, which ones draw your attention, which ones grab you. Like that's what was happening with the elephants is like I was all of a sudden drawn to all these tapestries of elephants and I would see them like on on TV or whatever. And it, they would just draw me in. And it wasn't like that before. So uh, I, I should have looked into that and I didn't even think about it. But they might also like appear in your dreams, just like the other animals. Uh, yeah, there's so many different things that they can do to help you try and figure out which spirit animal is yours. Pay attention um, to all kinds of animals, not just like I know for me, a lot of times I get focused on birds and dragonflies and butterflies. And that's why I miss things like the hawks. But these Spirit animals can literally be any animal, not just what you might think as being spiritually connected. Spiders, bats, your spirit animal could be a snake. It, snakes are amazing too, by the way. So if it is, don't be like, Ugh. they are really cool animals. People give most animals a bad rap. And I'm going to go off on this for a minute because we have a second. For whatever reason, we're raised to believe that things like spiders and snakes and, and all these things hold us some kind of harm, that they are looking to hurt us. When honestly, the fact is, is none of these animals will hurt us unless we give them a reason to. If you're in their space or you're threatening them, you can go on YouTube and you can watch people that allow black widows and scorpions and different kinds of things. I saw one guy that was doing this with wasps and they just let them crawl all over them. But because of their energy and these animals know that they're not trying to hurt them. And so they don't sting them and they don't bite them. And it's the same thing with snakes and snakes get a bad rap because, you know, there's certain that are poisonous and, you know, they look different or whatever. And I used to be the same way. Like, I don't want to run into a rattlesnake or anything, but other snakes are very, uh, they're, they're empathetic creatures. They're sweet. I talked to a lot of them and they definitely have a bad rap for no reason at all. But there are a lot of those spirit animals that you could have. Bats are another one that I find really creepy and don't want it to be my spirit animal. But I know a lot of people that are really, really drawn to bats. So it can literally be anything, absolutely anything. So studying the symbolism of these different animals will help you as well. Like I said, going on the internet, looking at those, um, the Oracle cards, there are some great Oracle animal spirit, I think is one of them. There's an animal totem one, and these cards can also teach you about the animal symbolism. But what these oracle cards do is like you can use them for your day. Like say that, you know, you're, oh, what's this day going to bring? What What is guiding me today? And whatever card comes out is that's your spirit animal for the day. That's how a lot of people do that as well. Or that's your symbolism for the day. Another way to do this that I think this is probably the most important way and, and the easiest is through meditation and visualization exercises. And that helps you connect to your inner self. And so then when you do that, then you can invite the presence of that spiritual animal. So then you, when you're doing like a meditation like that, you could listen to like animal sounds or there might even be, there's everything on YouTube. I've never looked, but I bet you there is discover your spirit animal uh, guided meditations on YouTube. I would absolutely look that up because 
especially if you're not familiar with meditation, it can be kind of difficult. So doing something like that, finding a guided meditation will absolutely help you. And then if you, you know, if you want to just use regular sounds or music or whatever, do things like imagining yourself surrounded by nature and ask for your spirit animal to reveal itself. So you just imagine you're surrounded by a bunch of animals and then try and pick out which one stands out the most to you. It might even come out itself. It might fly. It might be a bird. It might fly around. This is all about um, connecting to yourself, to the other side, trusting, trusting that these things that you'll see are real. If you can't figure it out, if you've done all of these things and more, or even if you just could use some help, you can always consult with somebody like myself a spiritual teacher or somebody that can help you to kind of open that up where I'm not super familiar with these spirit animals doing a reading and really getting into it. I have absolutely no doubt that the other side would show me who somebody, what somebody's spirit animal is. So if any of you need help in that way, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to help you. So that's about all that we have time for today. I hope that you enjoyed learning about spirit animals and animal spirits and will go and apply some of these things into your life this week. I'm absolutely going to. I'm going to change the way I look at some things after doing this research for sure. And I wanted to let you know as well that next week, my friend Lee is going to be on the show. And Lee is an animal communicator and energy healer. And we're going to talk about energy healing and chakras and how energy affects us and how feeling other people's energy affects us. I'm really excited to have her on the show. If you'd like to look her up before next week, you can find her on Instagram. I really love her name. It's metaphysic underscore Lee, L-E-I-G-H. So if you say it fast, it's metaphysically. (laughs) I love that. Play on words. But you can find her on Instagram and on Facebook as well. And like I said, she'll be on next week. And in the meantime, if you'd like to find me, you can find me at samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. The podcast that I have with my husband, Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses, is there for you as well. I also have a blog. Pretty much all the episodes that I do, I turn into a blog and they eventually get put up there. So you can also read these episodes as well. So yeah, that's all we have time for, friends. I hope that you have an absolutely wonderful week and I can't wait to be back here with you next week when we will have Lee here talking to us about energy healing. So until then, friends, have a wonderful week. Peace and love. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. We hope you will join Samantha and next week's guest, for more eye-opening ways to connect to the universe. Until next week, peace and love.